back to the Rock and Roll Sutra podcast. My name is Joe Simic, and we are in the home stretch of the dissection of my album, Sutra. We're into the deep cuts now, the middle of side B, and this is where the casual listener abandons ship and the fan digs in. So if you're still listening this far in, that is amazing. This episode will be the longest episode so far, as I have three songs to get to because they are all part of really one concept, which is the kleshas. In the Yoga Sutra, the author Patanjali talks about five things that are at the root of our suffering. I happen to write three songs about the five kleshas, and they make up the majority of the second half of the album. As you might guess, it's pretty easy to write about suffering. That's what 99% of popular music is about anyway. So, you know, take the most common themes, worrying about how you fit into the world, not wanting to be in pain, addiction, always wanting love or pleasure, being scared to die, etc., etc. That's pretty much what Patanjali describes when he outlines the kleshas, the roots of our suffering. Really, it all boils down to ignorance, which is the first klesha, and sort of the umbrella for the other kleshas. Avidya is the general ignorance of the nature of our true self. Asmita, klesha number two, is all about the ego, or the false sense of I. Let's listen to the song, Baby You Don't, subtitled Avidya, the song I wrote about Avidya and Asmita, and then I'll come back and explain my thinking for the song.
as you heard, this song is about the person who thinks they have it together, that they have it all figured out, but really they don't. In terms of yoga philosophy, the person in this song has identified to the material world so much that his or her sense of their true self isn't really there. When I say true self, I mean the embodied manifestation of universal consciousness at the root of our beings. And it's very easy not to be in touch with this, obviously. Most people are not. And that lack of fundamental understanding causes suffering. Instead of identifying with the true self, people identify with their ego, with the stories and the conditions they use to define themselves. This over-identification with the ego or the outside world sets us up to fail, as there isn't anything inherently lasting or true in the stories we use to make up our identities. You'll also notice in this song that I talk about what sounds like a politician when I say, you yell from the pulpit, do I have your vote? I wrote this song during the 2016 election cycle, and it dawned on me that there are few people who identify more with the ego than a politician. The facade they present is a, like a propped-up version of the ideal person. It's really the furthest thing from the true self. The next song is Raga Devesha, and that also tackles two kleshas. But this time, it's attachment and aversion, or Raga and Devesha, respectively. I often think of attachment to pleasure and aversion to pain as the two doors we choose when we leave the room of the present moment of reality. It's damn hard not to continually make choices to make ourselves feel better or to completely avoid certain situations. Just take waking up in the morning, for example, not a terribly difficult or unique situation. But how many times have you hit the snooze button completely averse to getting out of bed, or as soon as you do, you run to the coffee maker for that pleasurable shot of that warm drink and caffeine. Both options are a way of avoiding the situation of reality. When we are constantly trying to leave through door A, attachment, or door B, aversion, we never really see things as they are, experience life as it truly is, and we suffer as a result. Oh, I'd only be happier if I could get laid, right? That's pleasure. Or I'm never going to talk things out with my estranged brother. That's aversion. Raga Devesha is about my own aversion to pain. As I explained in the first verses, I have a pretty sweet life. Born under a good sign, Jupiter in my 12th house. Paid my dues in a past life. No karma police on the stakeout. Good head on my shoulders. Married young in true love. Stand tall in the big waves. They never break too much. But despite all that good stuff, and compared to most beings that have ever really walked the planet, I have lots of good stuff going on. I'm often worried that it might go away. In this song, I'm, I'm living adverse to the pain coming my way. And that's a crappy way to live, right? I mean, not fully experiencing the present moment because things might. They might get worse. I mean, is that not the definition of anxiety? Adverse to any pain headed my way. Despite the fact that life is inherently pleasurable and painful. As I say in the chorus, I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop. For my good luck charms to one day stop. Born under a good sign. Jupiter. 
my twelfth house Paid my dues in a past life No karma police on the stakeout Good head on my shoulders Married young and true love Stand tall in the big waves that never break too much I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop my good luck charms to one day stop It's a fall on my knees Shout out heaven please Thinking how will I ever go on song of the three, which is Abhinavesha. This one is the most straightforward and by far the most relatable. It's the fear of death. Who doesn't have that, right? We suffer because we are afraid to die. It's pretty simple. So simple and so much part of the human experience that one of the translations of Sutra 2.9 about Abhinavesha says this, clinging to life and the fear of death are sustained by an intrinsic force in the same way that other primal causes of suffering persist, dominating even the wise. I love that. Dominating even the wise. Even the wisest among us are afraid to die. And we suffer because of that. That makes total sense. When I contemplated writing a song for this concept, I had the idea to sort of flip the fear of death on its head and I wrote a song about being afraid to live forever. Many a famous story has been written about living forever, 
and how that's not so great either. One of my teachers told me a shortcut to enlightenment is just to get over your fear of death. And once that happens, not much else matters. Contemplating your own death as the proper, natural progression of life is one way that helps me wrap my head around it. And that's what I tried to do in this song. What if I never kicked the bucket And avoid the big sleep What if my toes never cut in What if I'm never six feet deep well, I don't want to live forever Just want to live the best I can Wanna turn my chips in Leave with cash in my hand I'm afraid I'll never die I'm afraid I'll never die Guess that's what it's like to really be alive I'm afraid What if I never meet my maker? I regret that one the most. Some people don't want to be taken. Some people don't want that last breath. But imagine what you'll give up if you cheat. I'm afraid I'll never die I'm afraid I'll never die Guess that's what it's like to really be alive I'm afraid I'll never die 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 There you have it, the five clashes and three songs. I really loved writing these songs because I think examining why we suffer is so important to ultimately ending that suffering. We can identify the main trends of human suffering. We can see why a yoga practice helps us deal with it. As we move and breathe and contemplate philosophy and meditate, we move closer to the true self. We shed our ignorance of reality and of our own ego. We detach from what we are attached to, and we dive into the inherent pain of life and know that our true selves are indestructible, even in death. Thank you so much for listening. Knowing that you have listened this far into the podcast and this far into a three-song episode, it really warms my heart. So until next time, my friends, Jai Rock, Jai Roll.